1: We got heat basketball back on the air tonight. You can listen to that here on 560 WQAM. 615 is pre heat. Alejandro Solana and Tommy Tag will get you set for all the action. Of course, Jason Jackson, Amy Audibert on the call. And if you guys are watching it, you got to be watching it on Bally Sports Sun. They will get going for you with uh, their coverage at 7 o'clock for the 730 tip tonight against the Indiana Pacers. And there we will go talk to the television analyst of your Miami Heat, former point guard, John Crotty, joining us here on the show. Crotty, what's going on? How are good you? How, are you? how, are you, guys? how are you guys doing? Good, good. we were good, man. Crotty, look, this is, uh, it's it's been a three-game losing streak, but they're obviously dealing with a, a lot. It was a really fun game against the Bucks right now. Uh, what have you made uh, of this skid? Do you think this is uh, the troubling signs of the Heat, or is it just a question of health and there's still a lot of good things happening with them?
2: Yeah, I think it's really health-based, uh, Tobin. Just, Brendan, in terms of, you know, missing some key guys. I mean, look, the loss in New York was was tough. It was brutal. Um, being up there, feeling like you were in total control in that fourth quarter was, like, just absolutely brutal. Worst quarter of the year, and it just shows even in today's NBA – with the ability to shoot threes and the momentum shifts, how, you know, a good team can can let a game go. And, you know, that's something Miami's got to continue to work on and focus on those fourth quarter finishes. But overall, having played more road games than any other team and, and come out, you know, in a scenario where you're 10 and 8 right now, I think is, is a pretty positive thing. And I think they learned a lot about themselves, that they got to play with a little bit more pace uh, in particular, Um, you know, as a style of play to get into their offense sooner. John, you know,
3: I look at this team and I look at Tyler's improvement. I look at Duncan's improvement, Bam's improvement, the addition of Jaime. um, And and even like we can say what you want about Kyle Lowry. He seems to know when he needs to pick it up. Yeah. Right. And I'm looking at this team and I'm like, they're better than last year. Because of of those things, if there's one area that you say needs to catch up to what they did last year, what would that be?
2: Oh, uh, I'd like to see a continued trend on the defensive end to be consistent, mm-hmm. and and because that'll keep them in games just like last year. And what what you may remember last year is we had like more close games, or they called clutch games, right? Which is games under five points in the last five minutes than like any other team in the league. And we wind up winning the vast majority of those because your defense keeps you in those games. Um, You know, right now it's trending the right way. Love to see that continue to to pick up and be consistent. And then, and you know, this pace thing that I talked about, it's a big deal. Um, It's not, you know, when you hear that initially, you're thinking, Hey, that means fast break game. You know, you got to play and score in the fast break game. Well, you'd love to do that and he'd do that well off their defense, forcing turnovers, but it's really about more running into your offense where you have then more time in the half court on your shot clock, being able to move the ball around and share it and, and attack that way and not be walking the ball up the floor, floor super deliberate um, and struggling with shots like in, in less than five seconds on the shot clock, which when we started the season went one, one and four, to me, that was the number one, you know, trend that I saw over and over and over again. And that's changed. So, I think you pointed to some good things. There's There's been a lot of organic growth, right? We didn't have to bring in a ton of new people. Bam's at another level, guys. I mean, his oh. scoring ability is yeah. awesome. His ability to create his own shot. Think about where he was when he came into the league to where he is now. He was a lob, catch, you know, finish around the rim guy. He's creating his own offense, jab, step, jumper. He can handle the basketball and attack. He's creating a, a nightmare match a matchup every uh, game for opposing, you know, big men. Tyler is just a professional scorer, and, you know, he's only going to help us when he gets back uh, with his ability to create. You know, Jimmy's doing what he's doing. I think, you know, Jaime Jaquez Jr. has been a really pleasant surprise. I, I think we knew he was going to help, but not to this level. And then Duncan is just, you know, getting the minutes and the confidence is back. When he had the injury last year to the hand. He was on the bench for a while, which can just crush your spirit and your and your confidence. I think he's shown incredible mental toughness and fortitude to have the year he's having so just there's a lot of positive things to point to
3: the ball has to go through bam now right like because he's so important you know top of the key getting down in the box or whatever they're going to close down on him so he has to get a touch to free up it's going to create more space for those three-point shooters
2: so, I, look, I agree with you, but I think the thing that is interesting about this team and why they don't have outside of Kyle Lowry a quote-unquote pure point guard is because Bam can facilitate. Right. Jimmy can facilitate. So can Tyler. It's pretty unique. And what that does is it changes the attack points on your offense so that if you're on a defensive side scheming, you can't really gear up on any one player. You can't ge- gear up on play calls per se, because the ball is it's in a motion offense and the ball's moving. Right. So it's just harder to prepare for, harder to defend.
1: Uh Jaime is Jr. John has just been so dazzling. Seems like we see something new from him every single night. What are the things that just impress you the most about him?
2: Yeah, his his maturity, his so initially he came in, if you remember, he came in, he had the injury and he, he was kind of working his way into the lineup. And even in like nine minutes, 10 minutes, he was doing something tangible every night, which is really hard to do. He's not getting his play, play called for him. He's finding hustle plays and touches. I think what initially struck me was his footwork and his, his pivot game and ability to score around the basket. He's a lot stronger than I thought. At six six, he's a lot quicker than I thought. He has burst to get on top of the rim, and then he's been able to develop, um, with more increased time. We not that he's developing; he's had it, but he's being able to show he's making three point shots. Um, which you know, I spoke to Don McLean, who's a guy I played with um, in the league in Seattle, and Don was part of the CAA um, uh, agency group, which prepared guys you know for two months before the draft and he worked behind me like every day he goes john this guy can really shoot if people don't know he just and he'll do whatever it takes to win and, and and those comments just to me resonate um with how well he's translated his game you know with the heat and i think you're seeing a guy who because he played four years has a has a bit more experience and of being you know up the ups and downs and has had to shoulder a lot of load when he played in college so you know, he's not phased right now. He He's fitting in. He feels like he belongs. And, you know, we're seeing a guy who's a who's an effective player night in, night out.
1: Do you feel like for him, you, you mentioned that because of the experience, like, do you feel like there's less of a chance of the maybe league adjusting to him? Do you feel like it's just going to be more improvement from him from a comfort level? Like, he just seems like for everything, someone's going to throw at him. He's got a new trick that's yeah. up his sleeve yeah, to no, throw at somebody.
2: I agree. It's He's got a very well-rounded game, Brendan. I mean, that's what I would say. I mean, it's not one-dimensional. You know, he's not just a driver. He's not just a uh, a low post player, which he's shown he can do. He can play with his back to the basket. He's showing the ability to three uh, sc- score beyond the arc, you know, a three-point line. Um, you know, right now he's a 39% three-point shooter. Um, so, he can rebound. He can defend. We saw him stand up uh, a couple of the top defenders on this last road trip, mm-hmm. you know, go chest to chest with some guys. I mean, he is doing a lot of different things well, which I really appreciate. At times I feel like the league, it, it's too full of, um, you know, guys who are quote-unquote specialists at one thing. And I think when you see our, our team here on the Heat side, they work on different aspects of their game, and, and it makes them more well-rounded. Duncan's a great example. He's not just a three-point shooter. He can do other things. And Bam and his continued development, again, it makes you a, a better, well-rounded, uh, tougher-to-guard uh, player. What did you uh, make of the end of that
1: Bucks game? Because Spo got a very – he does not get teed up a lot. No, maybe, you're right. Maybe when he runs out on the court for those timeouts a little too quick. But he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't get hit with, uh, with yelling at the refs. I don't think – I don't remember the last time he ever got kicked out of a game. Um, but he was not pleased with the end of that game. How, that, John? That's got to be so hard. You're competing against one of the best point guards in the league, and the refs. We're having a fun physical game, and then to have it, you know, the air—you described it as air—getting taken out of the game like that. Um, how deflating did you did you find that the officials wanted to get involved in a game like that, and then especially tack on something to Spo for the end of that Bucks game?
2: Well, you hit—you hit, you really hit it when you talked about Spo. He never puts his team in a position where he self-destructs and, you know, all of a sudden there's too many free throws and the game's over. He, you know, he's always very cognizant. He's got a really interesting style. If you ever watch him, when he gets animated and upset, he will get animated and upset, but he won't stare at the guy. He'll actually avert his, his eyes and kind of walk alongside the guy and try to make it less (laughs) confrontational. It's pretty interesting actually. And he does a great job of it. I, I, I know I wouldn't, I wouldn't be as uh measured and calm at, at times as he is. So you're right. It, it got away from him a bit and, and the emotions boiled over, but um, you know, look, he makes so many good decisions and plays and I can't say enough good things about him. Cause I think a lot of the reason we're seeing these guys improve is a direct uh, relation to, to Spoh and, and, and his greatest asset to me, which is, and Leroy, I think you could appreciate this infusing confidence into, into the players, whether they're the older guys or the younger guys, if you feel like your coaches are behind you and they're saying, Hey man, you're a good shooter, shoot the basketball. I'm not taking you out. If you don't, if you miss shots, hey, I'm going to take you out. If you don't take them,
3: look I mean, at how it work for Tua.
2: I, I, I'm okay. just saying, think about, think yeah. about sort of the, the old school coaching versus, versus that mentality. It, it's a different mentality. And it, whereas in the past, I would say the majority of coaches are, are are much more negative and and you know, don't take that shot. That's a bad shot, pull you out of the game. And in confidence, how important it is to a professional athlete being successful. Yep. And I know I kind of pivoted the question on you, Brendan, but I That's just think good. it's I think it's such a, an amazing thing that that Spo does. And you see it, I see it with with some of the individual guys and the breakthroughs that these guys have. And I think a lot of it can can be attributed to that.
1: We were uh, we were actually talking a little bit about this previous segment because Mike McDaniel was talking about, you know, he doesn't yell it to it, don't throw picks. He finds that to be <laughs> stupid coaching. Like, oh, catch right. the ball. Like, do you remember, John Crotty, a, a terrible piece of coaching that you got in your career? Because Leroy was saying he had some of that of a coach who didn't even remember he was injured to get two hands on the ball. Do you remember dumb coaching back in the day? You don't have to name the coach, but whatever. You got berated, oh. and it was like, that was not helpful for me.
2: Yeah, I mean honestly regularly uh, you know just the, the, with the negative stuff and and the controlling of every play and every you know to the to the point where as a player you get you just get more tight, you know, and and what what the Heat do so well I think is they allow everybody to participate and one of the things that this pace does that spose pushing is by pushing the ball up earlier into the offense, everyone touches the basketball and relaxes and feels like they're part of of the play. It's a natural rhythm and flow of basketball. When you're touching it, if you're not touching it and suddenly you get the ball and you're wide open for a shot, uh, you know, it, you're, you're less likely to make that shot. It's just, it's uh, right. to me, it's just very natural when the ball's moving and everyone's sharing in it, you, you know, the, your chances of being successful are better. And so much of that is coaching and, uh, you know, pushing a, sort of a positive agenda. Now, look, there are moments, that you're going to be negative and, and critical which is you have to be but I think right. you tend to do that on a practice session or in a in a, in a film session or even one on one if it's if you really want to get you know into a into a situation there to to uh, try to make something happen in a positive way at the same time being constructive you know about a, about a play or a situation
3: John so, I always got the feeling that coaches that did what you're talking about they almost did it to get the stink off of them. Right. Yeah. So it's right. almost like a way of saying this guy is why we're losing. Right. Right. And, and like it, 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 sometimes, you know, you see it in coaching a lot, especially with teams that aren't doing well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's almost like uh, it's like out of insecurity. Right. Or like, right. you know, yeah. Right. No, I think, I think you're right. I think it's a good point. Um, And it's, and it to me, everyone sees that on the team. It doesn't help, right. you know, that coach and his stature either. You know, the thing that I, I've noticed, not just about Spo, but some of the best coaches that that are in the league and on the NBA side, is the humility that these the best coaches have now is amazing. Uh, and so, what do I mean by that? I mean, obviously, everyone knows what um, humi- humility means, but it's it's really um, it would be just being humble enough to, to have the conversation and put themselves second and want the success for that player. And that being a very tangible thing that everyone in the locker room knows, you want to go the extra mile for that guy. You know, you right. want them to be successful and, and you can't fool players, right? I mean, you can't, you're, you're there day to day. And then guys can read, you know, the room and the situation. And, you know, to your point, if, if a coach is doing that regularly, players know
1: you guys can watch uh john crotty tonight with eric reed on Bally sports sun heat and pacers 7 30 tip their coverage on Bally gets going at seven we always appreciate the time uh, appreciate the time john thank you so much thank you guys got, looking
2: forward to this game it's going to be a good one this team is playing I'm very scoring.
0: well <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> scoring. oh my
3: goodness
2: thank